Well, what's happening? Um, welcome back to the What's Happening podcast. Uh, with me, obviously. Today, I have Joe. Um, someone on, actually not from Northern Ireland for once, so a bit exotic in that regard. Um, so, I don't know. Joe has this sort of vendetta, I think, against like fantasy football. He wants to talk about fantasy football. I don't really know what he wants to talk about. Maybe it's picking shit players or something. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> it's like my fantasy football team is shit, but it's like deliberately shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so like, I will not pick City, Liverpool, or Leeds players. Okay. Why? I, I'm not even like hatred for like. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, fair enough. I'm like yeah. a Man United family. Like I'm not even that hardcore into. Yeah, like, football in general. Like, I got into it during the pandemic. I was like. It's actually dead interesting. Yeah. Man. Like started watching the Bundesliga. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Like, I, to be fair. Yeah, I know the point you're making. Like, during lockdown, I would normally not watch. Like, I like football, but I really only watch it if, like, someone I support is playing. And it's the same with, like, most sports. Like, I would only watch them if, let's say, like, if Liverpool were playing for football. Um, I kind of went off Formula One for a few years because, like, Alonso stopped racing. And, like, I only really watched. Like, I enjoyed the sport, but, like, I enjoyed the... What's the word? Like, the competitiveness, the characters in it. Yeah, and I enjoyed the, like thrill i get from one of them winning who i liked or you know like the highs and the lows from that like i i struggle to watch sport when i don't have a favorite it's the same with like golf like obviously like i'm a big like rory McIlroy fan obviously being from like northern ireland and stuff and if he's not playing like like i'll still watch it but it's just not the same do you know what i mean like don't really have a horse in the race no what's the point watching it yeah um and i think that's the same with like i think you're a really diehard fan if you watch a sport and you have no favorite or no like vested interest do you know what i mean yeah and i think with fantasy football like over lockdown like i think you talked about um going on fantasy football and like following football more because of lockdown yeah and a lot of people i know like because we're talking about formula one like do you have netflix yeah a stupid question really like to be fair but <laughs> i don't really use it that much so it wasn't that much yeah but it's, it's but there yeah. like yeah on netflix there's that formula one like drive to survive Aye. like so it's like a have you heard of it is it like a documentary series? yeah so it's like follows like it's a bit like you know like that sunderland till i die like yeah. thing but for formula one and it just follows like through like there's two seasons of it and they both follow two formula one seasons and like loads of people i know over lockdown started watching that and because they started watching that because they had nothing else to do, they were like, oh, wait, Formula One's actually quite good. I'm actually interested in it now. And they started watching it when it came back on. And I have, like, mates who would never watch Formula One always mocked me for watching it, saying it was boring as fuck. Yeah. Stick it on themselves after watching that. And they're like, oh, this is actually quite good. I actually knew a few mates who went and started fucking, what do you call it? Like, went go-karting and all. Yeah. Just because they'd watched it done the whole experience and all and now they're massive fans so like i know what you mean it's the same with fantasy football i see more people playing it now but i i know what you mean about picking good players because this year i started and usually for the last three seasons i've picked salah every year yeah every season and i thought he was going to have a bad year this year just because like how he finished last year and stuff i was like you know what tactical i'm not going to pick him then he goes and scores a hat check in the opening day do you know what i mean like it's so unpredictable and then it's like because I was right. I've always been dead clever by like selecting Martinez as my goalkeeper because I was like, 
He had a really good ed- transfer. Yeah, he's getting transferred to Villa. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna concede all sorts. Uh, he's no chance now. Because I was like, he was, oh, he was about as good as Leno, but he's a different kind of keeper to Leno. And I thought he'll be kept on because he's more of a Pep Arteta type goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, like he's more sort of like play out from the back. Yeah, yeah like rolled up or short sleeves, like just sort of more of a footballer than yeah. a goalkeeper type thing. Yeah, I think Martin has done well when he came in. No, he was I really, thought, yeah. Like you, he could have if it weren't for the fact that they had Leno, who they presumably invested a lot in. Like yeah. you would, you could have him as your first choice. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like absolutely. Um, I surprised Chelsea didn't go for him. Yeah, they need any. Well, they'd take anyone at this yeah. point, wouldn't they? Uh, uh Ariza Balaga is so shit. Like I saw a stat, and it was literally, I think it was something like, Chelsea have conceded. I think twenty. It was twenty percent or eighteen percent or something like that of all Chelsea's Premier League goals were con- have been conceded by him, and he's played for them for what two seasons. And then the Chelsea didn't even they finished fourth, but like they lost so many games for a team that finished in fourth. Like the Premier League last lose like eleven games. Yeah, like the same points as Man United, but like yeah, more wins. Sure, more that losses. Was, like I think, like it is quite deceiving because if you win, if you play thirty eight games, draw thirty eight games, you went unbeaten, but you're probably going to get relegated. Yeah, because you only got thirty eight yeah. points. Do you know what I mean? Um, but Chelsea, I don't know. Chelsea, I have Havertz in my team. I don't think I have got any. And Werner, Werner's my captain. Werner, he, so he I better think, come in and score. Yeah, like he's either gonna or, like win you it or yeah. just completely flop and fuck you over. And no one me probably fucking flop. Just yeah. to think, put Van Dijk and Arnold in, and uh, was like class. They're gonna Leeds went one 0 up. I was like happy days. And at Allison as well. So it's like Allison, Van Dyke, and Arnold. I was like, quality. There's 18 points for clean sheets from three of them. Maybe getting assists from Trent or something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Van Dyke scored as well. I could have been laughing, walking away with like 40 points from them three players. Like, And I end up walking away with eight. Uh, like, that was such a. Like, that Weird came out. I wasn't expecting. I, I, I wanted them both to lose, but like. See, this is my thing, mate, right? You think it was weird and unexpected, but see, as a Liverpool fan, you expect that. Like, we've signed nobody. Yeah, there's been no no Literally. activities. They didn't sign anything last. No, like our biggest signing last season was Sepp Vandenberg, mate, who's Minamino. like sixteen. A Minamino in January, yeah, mate. Oh, Minamino is absolute shite. Like, I I don't know, mate. Like that's the thing. You've got Minamino, right? And you've got Holland, played for the same team. Right, mm. Holland went to Dortmund, who are evidently worse than Liverpool. So, like, if we'd have bid for him, he'd have probably came. Klopp's like, nah, fuck Holland, we'll take Minamino. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's what frustrates me about Liverpool is I don't think it's all Klopp though. I think the owners are like they will not spend anything. Yeah, I agree. Like that is definitely a big factor is that the owners won't spend anything. I agree, and Klopp just gets my anger because like he's a manager but i do like it's not really his fault and what he's been able to do with he's done an excellent job he's been our best manager since shankly or what do you call the other one paisley um since paisley shankly came before paisley he's been our best manager since then do you know what i mean by mile he's brought liverpool back to where like the club hasn't been for years like when in the like even if we hadn't won the league this year 
Liverpool, like he's brought Liverpool to a level that I never saw in my lifetime. Like even when we won the Champions League in two thousand and five, it was like, what a fluke. Yeah, because it was like, well, it was the night in Istanbul. He went yeah three 0 down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we didn't necessarily deserve. Like that AC Milan team was like the best team to ever play football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we didn't deserve that, and we came fifth in the league that year. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't like we were this. Like teams didn't necessarily fear us. Whereas now it's like people would rightly consider us to be one of the best teams in the world. Yeah, if not the best. If club not, team. yeah, and that's my problem is why whoever's fault it is, why we haven't invested because players would want to come to Liverpool. Yeah, like you look at Liverpool. Surely that that club has the most attractive manager. It's the most attractive style of play. It's been the most sort of successful club in terms of like points and probably goals and stuff for the last two seasons in Europe and in terms of trophies. But like the owners are just sitting there doing nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't understand. Like if we went, if Liverpool went for Mbappe, properly went for him, handed PSG 250 million. I and PSG were like, yeah, you can have him. I highly doubt Mbappe would say no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, Mbappe doesn't really want to be at PSG anyway. He's, he wants to go to Real Madrid, but Real have no money. Yeah, so that's it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying yeah. Liverpool have 250 million. Yeah, no. All I'm saying, I'm not expecting, I don't expect Liverpool to go out and sign fucking Mbappe. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's just not what Liverpool have ever done as a club. No, they would never. The, the, no, like Van Dijk, the most expensive. Well, I think, yeah, Van. Yeah, 75 million. Him or Allison, I think they were pretty similar. Yeah, no, Allison was 69. Because as, as, what do you call him? Ariza Balaga was 72 or something. Yeah. Because <laughs> Chelsea signed him like a week after Liverpool had signed Allison for 70 million or 69 million or whatever. So, was it Bilbao he came from? Or. Was it Athletics? I think it was. I think it was Bilbao. Or was it? I don't know who was it was. It Sevilla? I don't know. Oh. Bilbao, Sevilla, whoever it was. Um, or Real Bellis, maybe. I don't know. I think it was Bilbao, like, but whoever they signed him from, we're just like, oh, well, Allison went last week for 70 or 69. You'll have to give us more. Do you know what I mean? So Chelsea were probably fucked by that. But we bought them two players off the back of selling Coutinho. Yeah, no, he... selling Coutinho won Liverpool the Champions League. Cause it, it, uh... Oh, yeah, 100%. Those two players won us the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's. The thing, like, I didn't like. We've no player now that we could sell. Okay, you can maybe sell Salah, but like, he's literally our best player. You can maybe sell like that, like Mane for like personally. But I, who do you who do you replace? Yeah. yeah, it's not like Coutinho where. Like, who's the fourth striker? Like, yeah, Origi. Yeah, yeah, no, literally Origi. Yeah, we and we're trying to sell Brewster apparently, which is what I don't understand. Is what? Why? Like, we've sold Lovren. That's twelve million. We get rid of Adam Lalana. We fucking dog going off in the background. Get rid of Adam Lalana. Sold Divock Origi. Or fuck, I wish we sold Divock Origi. Sold Adam Lalana. Or get rid of Adam Lalana. Sold Lovren. Trying to get rid of Ryan Brewster. Get rid of like three or four sort of like fringe academy players. Get rid of Nathaniel Klein. And you're kind of sitting there being like, think of the amount of money and wages that's freed up. Think of, like, the tramp. Like, okay, we've brought your man Simicus in or whatever he's called, but he was roughly the same price as what we sold Lovren for. 
and his wages yeah. are probably less. So overall, we've probably made a net gain in this window so far. Surely there's 50 million lying around that you could just spend on a few players. Like the the only player that I've seen Liverpool linked to is like Thiago, and even then, that's not like no, it's not like a, it's like a half hour. He's only attempt. thirty million. Like that's what I don't understand. Like in today's market, thirty million is nothing. No. Like surely we should just be able thirty million for Thiago. Like that's what I don't understand. Surely thirty million for Thiago. If Thiago wants to go to Liverpool, you're like thirty million happy days. Surely that would have been done right at the start of the transfer window. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that would have been done and dusted, sorted, out of the way. But instead, we're, like, fucking about. And it's the same with Werner. Werner wanted to come to Liverpool, right? For, like, he was linked to us for, like, four years. Klopp had had discussions and all with him. And then, we just can't be ours to fork the cash out. And then he can't be ours waiting on a way to Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? And you don't blame him for that. I just don't understand the logic of going two seasons without signing any major player. No, because it's you're gonna. It's just gonna decline because you you need Mate, you need people in to like threaten. You think yes, yeah, to threaten positions, a hundred percent. Like you think, I thought Liverpool on Saturday were really, what's the word, like nonchalant, really like, oh, uh, we're the champions, we're the best, just arrogance. Do you know what I mean? And that's why, we, like, they conceded three goals. Was was this arrogance that oh, we went two one up here, we went one nil up, we went three two up. It's game over. It's easy. It's only Leeds. We're the best team in the world. And that arrogance comes, one, obviously, from them doing so well, but two, from the fact that, as you said, there's no competition. Do you know what I mean? There's no one challenging their position. Like, Van Dyke. yeah, don't get me wrong, he's the best centre-half in the world. But he needs someone challenging him to push him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The front three have no challenge. Like, whenever it was 3-H, we brought on Cur- or 3-2. We're 3-2 up. And bringing off the bench, Curtis Jones. Now, don't get me wrong, Curtis, he's only 19. Yeah. He's a good player. He's young. He probably will be, a, like, a really decent footballer. But to be bringing him on, who's only had, hasn't even had, had 10, like, appearances for Liverpool, bringing him on to close out a game as the champions, and he's who you're bringing on off the bench. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we have no, the only other person on the bench we had that was a goal threat, well, I say goal threat, was Divock Origi. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just, like, Chelsea have got, what, if they play Werner up top, take him off. They've got Giroud they can probably bring on. Do you know what I mean? They've yeah. Zayek, they've Havertz, who probably like could be on the bench. They're bringing them on. Do you know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense to me how we haven't signed. And people are like, oh, it's worked the last three seasons. Well, yeah, yeah it has. But that's because we've had no real major injuries. Imagine Salah gets injured. You, like Van Dijk gets injured, you're oh, screwed. If Van Dijk gets injured, it's a top four fight. Like, easy. If he's out for any considerable amount of time, like who's, like Matt Teep's always injured, all the time, and we haven't signed another centre half. So if Van Dyke, if Matt Teep's injured, which is probably going to happen, and then Van Dyke gets injured, you're playing Gomez and who at centre half? Fabinho, Milner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't like the squad is so bare. It just makes no sense. Because that's that's what's going to be the issue this season for them is that the other team, well, City. I don't know what City are doing. Well, who'd they sign? They Nia signed... Fanaki for 40 Yeah, million. but they got rid of Sané, so... Yeah. Not really any... I don't... Yeah. They've had a weird transfer window, too. They're not... I don't think they've brought anyone in. To replace Sané? Like, no. no. Well, they signed your man Torres. For 40 or 30 million, but I literally don't know... Like, never heard of him, like... So, I don't know. I, like, I don't even know if he's a, 
Like he's not a defender. Like I think he's maybe like an attacking mid, like winger or something. But he's definitely not a striker. I don't know what City are doing. That's a fair point. Well, Pep's sort of like losing his mind yet again. Like he's um, he's a fraud, man. He's getting not, exposed now, now that we're on that issue. Pep Guardiola is a fraud. Like you think, right? He went to Barcelona, right? And don't get me wrong, he did do good things with Barcelona. But you think that Barcelona? What year did he go to Barcelona? Two thousand and seven. Yeah. Two thousand and eight, maybe. That was the year after they'd already won the Champions League, because they beat Arsenal two thousand and six in the final. In that Champions League squad was Messi, Iniesta, like Xavi, Poyol. PK was at United, I think, at that point. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. The core of that team was the same. Do you know what I mean? It was the same squad that was already there. He's came in, okay, he's made them better. But, I mean, anybody could have made Lionel Messi. Lionel yeah. Messi, do you know what I mean? He's taken them, they've won what... Like, every, this is what annoys me, right? Everybody talks about that Barcelona team as if they're phenomenal world beaters, the greatest team ever. They won, what, two Champions Leagues and maybe three or four league titles in six years. Real Madrid won, what was it, four Champions Leagues in five seasons, plus like a league title in between that. But nobody ever talks about them. Do you know what I mean? No, no one talks about Zidane being the greatest manager, like better than Guardiola. But he literally came into Real Madrid when Real Madrid weren't a powerhouse at this point. Like they hadn't mm. won a Champions League. Well, that's a lie, actually. They'd won a Champions League with Ancelotti. They were a good team. But he still won more Champions Leagues than Guardiola did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he leaves. Real Madrid comes back and wins a league title for the first time in like five seasons. But nobody says anything. Do you know what I mean? Because like, Guardiola's not been in a Champions League final since like 2011. He, like, he didn't do anything with Bayern. Well, he won a Bundesliga or two, but that's Farmers I League. It, yeah, I could win a Bundesliga with Bayern Munich. Like. You, then he comes to City, wins a few Premier Leagues, which is the bare minimum if you've got an entire country. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, like you think he went... So he went Barca, one of the best teams in the world. Won two Champions Leagues left, as you say. Went to Bayern. Won the Bundesliga, probably a German Cup, but, like, that's the minimum. Do you know what I mean? Goes to City, wins the minimum. Wins it Like, to me, the League Cup and the FA Cup are pointless trophies. If you're a big team. Do you know what I mean? They have no, like... Alright, they're nice to win, obviously, and you'd rather win them than not. But when you compare them to, like, Champions Leagues and League titles, they're yeah. not even on the same page. Do you know what I mean? Or even, like, like a high-table finish. Like, yeah, like I, yeah, like, I would rather finish fourth than win the FA Cup and Carling Cup. Do you know what I mean? Do you, like, Arsenal win the FA Cup? What does that, what does that get you? No. <laughs> Fuck all. It's not like anyone joins a team because they won the FA Cup. No. Sure, in 2012, was it, we won the League Cup? Liverpool won the League Cup and were in the FA Cup final. Came eighth in the league. What do you know what I mean? I'd like, I would have rather came fourth than won both of them that year and came eighth. Nobody joins a club like no one looks at Bayern Munich and goes, "Wow, what a squad!" They won the German Cup last year and going to join them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody looks at. Nobody even cares. That's like you only care when you look at other teams around Europe. You only care about who's won the respective league. You don't go, "Oh, they won the French Cup." Oh, they won the Copa del Rey. No one gives a shit. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. only leagues and Champions Leagues that anybody cares about. And then it occasionally becomes like relevant when there's like a treble. Like Bayern got the treble, but it's more... Yeah, but that's just to complete the set. Yeah. It's not like... 
it in and of itself is any good. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. not any good without the rest of them. But uh, yeah, like Pep's a fraud, and, he, and he's only went like you think every team he's went to has been the best team in that country when he went. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if he went to Man City, went to Bayern, won Champions Leagues with Bayern and Man City, like that's almost the bare minimum. Champions League with Bayern, maybe not. Like maybe not because yeah. they, they don't have the they're not a financial. They're no. just a smart. Well, they're team. a fan-owned club. Like yeah. Fair, yeah. Bayern's slightly different. A Champions League with Bayern would have been quite impressive. Champions League with City with the money they have. Especially, like, especially this season where it was established that they couldn't win the league. The fact that they didn't win the Champions League could like, focus all your energy on winning the Champions League. It's not even the fact they didn't win the Champions League. It's how they went out. Yeah, so Going out to a Lyon. French team. Do you know what I mean? Like, French have only won the Champions League once. But like, I think Marseille in 96 or 98. But it's the fact that they literally shit themselves against Lyon. No, he would like make really weird decisions and changed. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? He's some sort of tactical what did genius. What he do? Like, he brought on or played. Who? Did, what? It was strange. I don't remember. It was just weird. It was. He tried something completely new and was like, "Why would you do that?" He didn't. Did he play Sterling? Yeah, Sterling played, but he, did he start? He, I know he missed the open yeah. net, like, from about two yards out. That well, that's was, not his fault. No, well, <laughs> that was... Yeah, that's not Guardiola's, obviously not, like, but... Do you know what I mean? It's just how they went out, just kind of... Like, it's all... Like, I, I've always said this. Winning the Champions League is about experience. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. very rare you get a first-time winner of the Champions League. Like, the last one was, what, Chelsea? 2012. Before that was... Fuck. Um... Porto? No, because they'd already won it. Porto won it twice. The last first time winner of the Champions League. I don't know. That could have been... Right, so 20, 2018. Well, last year, 2019 was Liverpool. 18 was Madrid. 17 was Madrid. 16 was Madrid. 15 was Barca. 14 was Madrid. 13 was Barca. 12 was Chelsea. No, 13 wasn't Barca. Who won it in 2013? Bayern Munich against Dortmund in the final. Uh, Bayern Munich won it in 2013. 2012 was Chelsea. That was first time winner. 2011 was Barcelona. 2010 was Inter Milan. 2009 was Barcelona. 2008 was United. United. 2007 was AC Milan. 6 was Barca. 5 was Liverpool. 4 was Porto. 2003 was Real Madrid, I think. 2002 was... Fuck, we won the Champions League in 2002. I can't even make a guess. You got Bayern, United. It wasn't United. City, no, no, City. I don't know, but I couldn't tell you the last first time winner of a Champions League, bar Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all about experience. And it showed in the final this year, like PSG cleaned by Bayern Munich. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's always the same teams rise to the top. Like, Liverpool putting City out for the semis two years ago. Do you know what I mean? City yeah. were by far the better team, finished like 20 points ahead of us in the league. But when it came to Champions League, that experience is everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, same with. 
City this year, lack of experience. Do you know what I mean? The best team in the in that Europe doesn't win the Champions League. It's the best team that has the experience of already winning the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's crucial, and City don't have that. And that's why I never really see them as a proper threat to winning it. Because like as like as like the last twenty years, you've maybe had one first time winner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Before that, I Dortmund maybe, and well Marseille, Marseille were probably the first team before that. After that, ninety eight or ninety six. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That was before we were born. Yeah. No. We've had one first time winner of the Champions League in the period of our lifetime, and I'm twenty two. Do you know what I mean? Well. United in 99, like, as the Champions League. No, but I mean as, like, yeah. a European Cup. Yeah. Do you know what I mean in general? Like, having won a European Cup, because then you could say Liverpool in 2005, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. Experience in Europe in general. Do you know, like, yeah, they've yeah, never... Yeah. And that's the thing that annoys me as well. People think they're big clubs when they're not. It's kind of the same discussion. Leeds is not a big football club. No, it's not been for about 20 years. It's... They've never been a big football club. They've been an alright football team. They have four major, three major trophies. No, five major trophies. They've won three league titles, a league cup and an FA Cup. It's like a big fan base, but... But I think a big team requires both. Yeah. Because, like, you... Was Dortmund a big team? Yeah, Dortmund is obvious. Like, mm -hmm. See, if you were creating, right, to me, if you were creating a league, right... So you know that they always talk about a Super League? Yeah. Let's say you're creating a Super League of the 10 biggest teams in Europe, right? Off the bat, you'd have Madrid, Barcelona, Juventus, AC Milan, Inter Milan, right? That's five. Bayern Munich, six. Liverpool United, seven, eight. Who fills the last two spots? Chelsea. PSG, Marseille. You'd have to put PSG in because the money. Yeah, and then... but PSG as well. I've never won a Champions League. No. Can you be can you be considered a big like a massive club if you haven't won the Champions League? Like Ajax, would you put Ajax in there? They've won it four times. They've big fan base, history. Mm. I'd put Ajax in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's nine. Who are you missing? Like, there's the argument you could put Porto or Benfica in there. Both of them have won two Champions Leagues. But if you put one of the you Portuguese need to put three. Both of them you need, no, you need to put all three. three of them. Well, maybe not sporting. Like they're a good bit behind the rest of them. But I find that quite funny about this Portuguese league. Only like they've all, them three teams have won every league title bar two. Yeah, it's it's like I think it's something like Benfica have thirty something, Porto have like mid twenties, Sporting have like thirteen fourteen, and then the next best is already one. By two teams. It's like the Scottish Premier League, but there isn't it. <laughs> well, it's even Aberdeen have won it like six times or something. Uh, Three times, maybe. Do you know what I mean? It's the same idea, like, but it's just the fact no one else has won it more than once. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure, like, I'm pretty sure Aberdeen have won it maybe three or four times. Hearts have maybe won it two or three times. But do you know what I mean? It's just, it's the same like the Irish League. Then field of what, 54 titles? Glen Torn is 26. And then the next best is, I think, well, Belfast Celtic were like, but they don't exist anymore. So, like, the next best active team is like Crusaders or Cliftonville with like six. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's still six. It's still multiple. Yeah. It's not one. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just absurd. But, I, like, I, I just don't think he can be considered. Like, don't get me wrong. A big top European side, you have to have won a Champions League. 
to be considered a, like one of the biggest clubs in Europe, I think. I don't think, or like a European Cup in general, do you know what I mean? And that's why, like, if you ask me personally, Inter Milan or AC Milan is a bigger club than Juventus. Bigger fan base. Seven Champions Leagues to two. All right, they've only 18 leagues. Juventus have 32. But they've seven Champions Leagues. Juventus only have two. Do you know what I mean? Like, to me, that the Champions League is so much bigger. Like, to me, a Champions League is worth about five league titles, I think. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you asked me, the team has five leagues, no Champions Leagues, and that's all they have in their history. Or a team has one Champions League, never won a league. Well, okay, that's a bit absurd because yeah. there's no way you're going to win a Champions League and not win a yeah. league. That's weird. Let's say we go 10 league titles and no Champions Leagues, right? Just won 10 league titles. Like Everton, nine league titles, no Champions Leagues. And let's say Liverpool had only won five league titles but won a Champions League. And let's say Everton had 10 leagues, no Champions Leagues. I'd rather have Liverpool's record. To me, that's a better, do you know what I mean? That's a better, like, honours list. Arsenal versus Chelsea, like, they're at Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. I would say Chelsea. Like, okay, nowhere near Especially as many. these days, like, especially. Yeah. But, like, say, just when Chelsea won the Champions League and Arsenal was still an actual top four team. Well, you think, how many? Arsenal have what? 13 leagues? Think so. Chelsea have six? And one Champions League? Arsenal have more effort, but like to me, I don't think they're really relevant. Six hundred FA Cup. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's tight. But the fact that you're saying it's tight, but shows... Arsenal have an invincible season. Yeah, but like, that... that is that more impressive than Champions League? Um, I don't see this season, right? If you'd have told me as a Liverpool fan, you have two options. Either win the league and win the Champions League, right? But so you win the double, but you just win the league by like a normal amount of points. It's just a normal league winning season, it's nothing special, which is basically what we ended up with. Mm. Or you can only win the league, but you win the league by going like thirty eight wins, one draw. Break every league record there is going. I would probably rather have the double. But why? What? Just, I just think the Champions League is so much more above and beyond every other. Like, Champions... It's close, like, don't get me wrong, it is very close, but I don't know, I'd just rather have the Champions League. It's more likely to be forgotten. Like, if Arsenal won the 2006 Champions League and also went invincible, which one would be better remembered? Yeah. Probably the invincible season. But then, what's better, that's the thing, what's better remembered in football circles? Arsenal's invincible season or Istanbul? Apart from Liverpool fans, I don't see anyone talking about Istanbul. But who, well, I don't really talk. Like the only reason the Invincibles, I think, were brought up last year was because Liverpool did. Liverpool yeah. were close. Do you know what I mean? If that wasn't brought up, or if Liverpool weren't in that position, I don't think that would have ever been brought up as a discussion. I, I don't know. Like, pro- probably actually the, the Invincible season probably is better. It. it is evidently better than Champions League. There's very few teams have ever done it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, there is the argument to be made that it just goes down as a league title. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter how many points you win it by. It doesn't matter if you go 38 and 0. Still only one title. Do you know? And I think the thing that gets me is, like, you look at basketball, like, in 2016, the Golden State Warriors went 71 for, no, 73 for 9, right? Greatest ever regular season record. They lost the NBA Finals to the Cavs. Do you know what I mean? Like, Arsenal 2004 went invincible, yeah. They didn't win the Champions League. They were put out of the Champions League by somebody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of like, they've went invincible in their own league, but yet can't win the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I I really don't know. But then you could put the same argument, like Liverpool win the Champions League, but don't win leagues. You know, like 30 years without a league. Like, if they didn't win the league this season, would that Champions League be bigger than the league win? See, to be honest, I have said this before. So that we won that. Maybe it's the circumstances in which Liverpool won the league this year, right? If it was just like a relatively close title race, would it? Would that have been? Well, it would have been impressive because it's breaking thirty years of nothing. Yeah, but I still think maybe like to be fair with the Champions League final last year, I was there. I was in Madrid. It was tense. Nothing was decided really right until the last minute. Mm-hmm. We hadn't won a major trophy really apart like since two thousand and five, the Champions League final. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what fourteen years ago. To me, whereas with the league, we already won the Champions League. It was already in the bag. It was behind closed doors when the season restarted. We were so far ahead that it was just a matter of time. We didn't even win it playing a game. It was City who lost. Yeah. And you knew because we we're so far ahead. You knew the league was coming. But to me, I got more of an adrenaline rush and more of a like feeling of like excitement, and it felt bigger to win the Champions League last year than it did to win the league this year, and that's having went my entire life without winning a league title. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like personally, this year, what would I rather win? The Champions League every year. Do you know what I mean? Like if you told me now Liverpool would go another thirty years without a league title, but win six, seven Champions Leagues in that time, I'd take that. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you said, oh, you'll win five, six leagues over the next 30 years, but not a single Champions League, I wouldn't take that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Like, as a Liverpool fan, I still don't know whether winning the league this year... Like, I don't know whether winning the league this year would have been better than if we'd have won the Champions League and not won the league. Defended the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tied AC Milan, went two in a row. I don't know. Like, the only team to fucking win back-to-back Champions League since... Well, before Madrid... Madrid were the first team to successfully defend the Champions League since it's been the Champions mm. League. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what would have been more impressive or what. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. common from a Liverpool fan. So I don't know. Do you know? I I don't know what I prefer. Like, well, that's a lie. I do know what I prefer. Bar this season, if we hadn't went, if Liverpool hadn't went, my entire life without a trophy or without its Premier League, if we were like United, where we'd won. Regular regular league titles, Champions League always means more. Yeah. From now onwards, since Liverpool have won a league, the Champions League will always mean more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was just this season because they hadn't won it in so long that it meant so much. But on a regular circumstance, Champions League is better than a league title every day of the week. Yeah, like any other team, I think you 
couldn't really argue that the Champions League is not the bigger cup. Yeah. Because it's not even... Is there a league more competitive than the Champions League? I don't think there is. No. That's a, it's the most competitive like league, I suppose. And you have to win, or you have to finish, you know, within the top four, three, two, or one. Yeah. Depending on the league you're in, of that league, to even get into the Champions League. And I guess the thing that gets me, people always say, oh, to be the best in the league, you have to do it over 38 games. Champions League is like a knockout. It's only like 13 games, I think, if you get the whole way to the final. But the fact of the matter is, you have to play an entire 38-game season the year before and do well enough in that to even get into those 13 games. So realistically, the Champions League is 51 games. Do you know what I mean? Because you have to play those 38 games beforehand and do well enough in them to actually even fucking qualify for the Champions League in the first place. So I don't understand that argument either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, the league's, 30, the league's 38 games. You have to do it over a whole season. You can't just do it in one game. And you're like, yeah, I did it over an, we did it over an entire season. That's why we got into the Champions League in the first place. Yeah. And it's not like... The, you, you don't play the Champions League not whilst in a, like in a normal circumstance. You play it at the same time as you're doing the season. So Exactly. You, Think of the travelling involved. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And... Put it this way, you don't see fucking Leicester winning Champions League. You don't really see them winning. No, but you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Leicester yeah. won a Premier League. You would never see something like that happen in the Champions League. No, there's no like... There's no shit team would come out of nowhere and win the Champions League. Because even get into the Champions League, you have to have been pretty good. But even the shitter teams, you'd never see Maribor win the Champions League. No, you, they don't get any... Like, they... Do you know what I mean? The shitter teams always get fucked. Like, don't get me wrong. They can get a decent distance. Like, Leon done quite well this year. Yeah, but they got found out. Like, yeah, and even if you make the final, you get fucked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Liverpool, the year they got to the final and could beat by Madrid, should never have been in that final. We got a really lucky draw to get there. We were not one of the top five teams in that. Okay, we got lucky with a draw and got to the final, but we got bucked in the final. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's like, it's the same with the World Cup. Croatia had no right to be in that World Cup final. Yeah, like... And then England had even less of rights to get as far as they did. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because, like, Croatia had no right to be there. But they still had more of a right to be there than England yeah, did. Yeah, they beat England, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, England had, like, a really pathetic... And Southgate's getting found out now as well. Oh, yeah, mate. Like, fucking who'd they draw with? They drew with Denmark. Denmark and Iceland. They drew with no, both of them. No, they won 1-0 one, one, to Iceland. Oh, yes, they did. But only because they got a penalty in, like, the 92nd yeah, right. minute. But and that- then- that's the only thing about England. Like, Danny Ings, at his best season ever, gets 22 minutes in those it, two games. And then Southgate was blaming Foden and Greenwood for the failure in Denmark when it's not even... Like, these boys that have been kept, like, once are the issue that you can't manage. Like, the, the England players, the, the best team they've had in years, like, the brilliant... Like, they've got a brilliant set of players, and... Southgate can't do anything really with that. Really managed before. That's the he thing. was a player manager for like Middlesbrough, wasn't yeah. he? How does see this is what I this is my problem with international things, and I think because a lot of people don't give a shit about internationals, and because they're like you don't have like as a manager of an international team, it's not like you can go and buy your own players and build your own squad. A lot of managers don't like international management, so the managers that do manage international teams are shit. Yeah. Like you think Michael O'Neill, right? Northern Ireland manager for ages. 
probably one of our best managers we've had in years, right? Comes in, does a great job in Northern Ireland. Where does that get him? The Stoke job. Yeah. Like, Do you know what I mean? Sven Gunnarsson, who went to City before they got the oil money and just got pumped. Yeah, <laughs> and then goes and gets the England job. Roy Hudson. All right, he's okay. He's all right. But he's not, not Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. He's not Jurgen Klopp. Do you know what I mean? He's managing a team that's like borderline relegation. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, And that's the thing, like, all those managers that manage international teams are sh- nine times out of ten shit because they can't be arsed. Like, Southgate, and, like, imagine Southgate managing a Premier League side. He'd get bucked. No, he, would, he wouldn't get in. Mate, David Moyes, if he took over in England, would be the best manager England have had for years. And that's telling you something. Do you know what I mean? People would be like, holy fuck, David Moyes. Like, Roy Hodgson, well, no, Roy Hodgson wasn't considered a good England manager, but he's... Like the people that get the England job, like Sam Allardyce. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, like, he, but he was... Sam Allardyce goes to relegation threatened teams. That's yeah. what he does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's getting the England job. Like as and people are like, Oh, that's not a bad a bad sign in that. It just shows you, like, do you know what I mean? That's my I think the biggest problem at international level is the managers are shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like who like, who's Spain's manager right now? Well, he's the one that... No. Their manager walked out before the World Cup, but that's all I could tell you about a Spanish manager. But Spain's manager... Uh, I don't know if he's still the manager. He used to be Lupatego or something. Was Real Madrid manager for about nine games. Got fucking pumped and got sacked. And then became Spain manager. Or it was the other way around, one yeah. of the two. But either way, it just shows you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That they're fucking useless. Do you know what I mean? Like, if Ender, like, surely managing your national team would be such a pride and honour that the best managers would have done it. Klopp would have been Germany manager. What do you call him? Carlo Ancelotti would have been Italy manager. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Fucking, who even is a good English manager? Well, that's... You never saw Brian Clough managing yeah. England? Do you know what I mean? You never saw Bob Paisley, Bill Shankly, Sir Alex Ferguson never managed Scotland. Look who Scotland's manager is, mate. Steve Clark. Assistant manager at Liverpool for years under Kenny Dalglish, you know, under Rogers for a while. Went to... Uh, did he manage West Brom or something? Or someone like that? Got sh- fucking shafted and sacked. And now he's Scotland manager. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just shows you, like, who even is... Ar- who's Ireland's manager? I've never heard of him before in my life. Some guy, Kenny or something. I've not quite like. Well, the the Ireland manager is only interesting when the IFA are just being yeah bellends. Like no, Ian Barraclough is Northern Ireland's new manager. He was the under twenty ones manager. Now I'm not saying he's a bad manager. To manage an international team, you have to be good. Yeah. But like, they literally promoted him from the under twenty ones. Do you know what I mean? Is that the best? Like, I yeah. don't know. He might be good. He might be. I haven't, like, I don't really follow Northern Ireland that much. I'm not saying he's awful. He's probably a half-decent manager. But, like, it's just sort of, okay, maybe they did promote him on the grounds that they interviewed other candidates and he was the best for the job. Fair enough. Because, like, if you're the under-21s manager, you're going to know a lot of the players. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, I'll take that back. That's not a bad. He hasn't actually done much yet, so I don't know what he's like. That was just... 
because no one really hard. No one's really hard of them. Yeah. We'll give. Don't worry, and we'll give you time. Like, but um, listens this now. I know. Yeah, <laughs> probably is. I don't think anyone's listening. No. I asked, is Dortmund a big club? And I'm fairly sure anyone who's listening has probably thrown their phone at the wall. Yeah, probably thrown it off. (laughs) Um, But I I don't know. That's just, I think, the biggest problem with internationals is that. I I don't know. Who is Dortmund's manager now? Uh, I don't know. Used to be your man Tuchel, but he went to PSG. He's a dickhead, him. Your man Tuchel. Just generally associating with PSG. Sort of. Yeah, it makes you a bit of a dick, doesn't it? Like? Who else? Yeah, I can't I can't tell you a single manager that's managed international football and club football and being good at both. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Maybe Fabio Capello. Was he good at international he wasn't great at international but i think he was a half decent club manager yeah do you know what i mean but i don't know apart from that i honestly couldn't tell you did Alex ferguson manage scotland no uh he was a he was aberdeen aberdeen yeah he was over gordon strachan managed scotland and what do you call him alex mcleish do you know what i mean brilliant scottish manager oh mate Shit, you used to laugh at them on match of the day, like when they got pumped nine mil and whatever, and they came on afterwards and they were trying to like pump the people up, and you're like, you know, you're just going to get relegated. There's another good one. Belgium's manager, Martinet. You know, he used Ooh. to manage Wigan. All right, he managed Wigan in the FA Cup. Fair enough. What did he do after that? They were relegated the year he managed them in the FA Cup, and after that, he went to Everton, was shit, and got shafted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Van Gaal, did he not manage Holland? Yeah, but I don't... Was it? You know, he was good at it. But... You know, Van Gaal might be one of the, like, the only... Like one of the very yeah. few... Yeah, probably is Louis Van Gaal, to be fair. That's probably the only one I can really think of. Can't really think of anybody else. Like, That's weird, actually. I love the way we've started this podcast. I know, like we're, we're literally like four things to talk about. We're now at forty-five minutes and literally talked about one thing, one thing, which is fine. Like, um, let's see. Trying to get one last thing before we go, because it's too late to start another topic. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, who's going to win the Premier League and who's going to win the Champions League? Premier League, I. I think it might be Chelsea. Think so, really? Yeah. Well, because Liverpool. Yeah, we aren't signing anyone. L- Liverpool not signing anyone. Playing a bit arrogantly. City are still. I don't think Pep's got anything sorted yet. Chelsea have spent massive. Yeah, they have. And they're the only ones to spare big as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think the top four is going to be. It's not going to be interesting because it's probably going to be the same. It'll be the same as last year. Yeah, right? but the do- the order will be different, I think. Yeah. So what are you going to go? Chelsea, Liverpool City, or City Liverpool? I think Liverpool City. Liverpool City, and then United. Yeah, United. Yeah. Um, United could be a weird one if they don't get Sancho. I could see fifth, and even well, Arsenal. Pe- Arsenal, yeah. 
with with Arteta, I Arsenal, yeah. If they, because he he seems like a really good manager for someone who has no experience. Like you've got Solskjaer and Lampard, and they're not that impressive. But Arteta, as yeah, one he's of, had a good start. One of the FA Cup, yeah, and a community check. Like he beat yeah. <laughs> <A community laughs> shield, yeah. the massive community shield. He did something that Leeds couldn't do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he uh, what up? Spurs, mate. I no think Spurs could come here. Have you been watching that uh, Spurs documentary? No. Is it good? Like, <laughs> sort of. It's, is it on Netflix or is it Amazon? It's on Prime? Amazon Prime. Um, it turns into the Jose Mourinho show. Yeah. Like, like but, shock. What do you expect? Like, well, what else could it be? Um, like, I was surprised how the first episode is just getting rid of Poch. Yeah. And it was like, how far into the seat? It was like nearly halfway there when they got rid of Poch, wasn't it? it was yeah, like November. It near, yeah, yeah, it was near Christmas time. So like one one out of six episodes is on Pochino. The rest. It's just <laughs> Jose Mourinho yeah. after. But um, I don't know, it's, it's hard to tell because a lot of it is like you can tell. Like any scene that Daniel Levy is in, you're like, this has been... Like scripted? Yeah. Because yeah. the way he comes across is like... He comes across well, but he comes across as manufactured to look well. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you can tell, like, the scenes or whatever's happening is set up yeah. in a, like, specific way for it to look like that. Because there's, like, one where uh, Kane, the Scottish one, I forget his name, and Ericsson are, like, watching... Scottish one? Is he Scot- Welsh. Jesus Christ. But they're, like, talking about Sky Sports News, and it's... They've sat at this dining table Kane no one can see this but they're all sat on the same side of the table with the camera facing them and yeah. you're like this isn't real. no yeah you wouldn't sit like that no I don't yeah but see I, I always have that problem with documentaries like that it's never going to show the team in a bad like well Sunder Until I Die is very good because it just sort of shows the team as it is yeah. do you know what I mean but yeah sports documentaries and shit like that kind of Especially when it focuses on one team. Yeah. Like, that Formula One drive to survive is like, it focuses on all the teams throughout different episodes. So, like, there is no bias. Do you know what I mean? It's like Formula One that's signed up to it, not the teams. So, it just shows, like, if a team does good, it does good. If it does bad, it does bad. You see it regardless. But, like, when it's one team doing it, it's never going to show... Like, the team does that documentary for publicity. Yeah. It's never going to come across as a shit show. Do you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Another one of them is that, like, they every episode they have a bit where one of the Spurs players, like, goes to visit a charity thing. Like, they go to a food bank. Yeah. Make them like, look good. Yeah. Like, Serge Aurier goes to, like, a uh, school for special needs children. And you're like... Right. Obviously, it's probably in their... Special con- needs to fend for him, like... Oh. <laughs> well, there's, there's one point where like Jose's giving blasting him and he looks like he's gonna get up and fight yeah <laughs> yeah yeah maybe that is I don't know but then that's what happens in the dressing room yeah that's not that bad no no that's not many like that's yeah. like a genuine thing but it's like the whole filming them whilst they do these charitable yeah. things and it's almost certainly gonna be written into their contract oh yeah you have to do you it. have to spend so many days a year Helping. And get Phelan doing it as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's the same, I think, you know, when people give, you know, people were visiting their grannies and all over lockdown through the windows and all, yeah. and giving them food through Take the windows, it. video and it, and photo on it and all, and you were like, you are an arsehole. You, 
Like we've talked, see- I've talked about this in other episodes, like, but it just keeps annoying me. Like, you are an absolute bell end. Like, do you know what I mean? If you do that, I don't get. Pe- I don't understand why people get like. I don't take photos of it. Like, I very no, rarely anything, take photos, no. and I don't post anything anywhere. Because you see, if I literally saved someone's life, if someone was literally hanging off a cliff. Or if someone was in a burning building, and I literally ran into that burning building, saved someone's wee kid's life, right? Came out, battered and bruised, you know, burns everywhere, spelt a week in the fucking ICU for it. I would never put it on Facebook or Instagram. No. But people would be like, oh, done my good deed for the day. Saw a wee granny all alone and all, and helped her cross the road, or bought her a scone and had my lunch with her and all, and you're like, fuck up. You self-centered, egotistical yeah. prick. Do you know what I mean? It's like everyone sees through it as well. It's like you you see someone doing that, and you're like. But then there's people who don't. Yeah. There's people who actually are like, "Oh, isn't that so lovely?" And you're like, "You're literally more <laughs> st- stupid than them." Do you know what I mean? Like, how is that even possible? You're being fooled by an absolute idiot, and you're just like, like that. Oh, it just infuriates me, and I can't deal with that shit. Like, you know, like oh, help my granny cross the road or volunteering today at the charity shop or you know no one cares no the second you post that on instagram or facebook and the second you tell everybody you're doing that your goodwill goes straight out the window you know it's like you're you're doing the act you're not doing it because well you might be doing it because yeah but the good thing to do but you and it Creates the issue where it looks like you're doing it just so people think you're good. But I'd say you are. If you're looking graphic, if you're posting it everywhere, it's no longer a good deed. You're literally yeah. just doing it for your own sake. Do you know what I mean? So as people go, oh, aren't you lovely? You're so nice. You're so... Do you know what I mean? That yeah. way. Like, I just don't understand that. Like, People like oh, I don't even know. Like and, and people will subtly do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's the say the thing with um, doctors and nurses. Oh, the the clap for the NHS thing. What was that all about? Like, that was like a two minute hate. Yeah, yeah, it's like I didn't do it. I look like a miserable. No, person, neither did like, I. Like it's the pointlessness of it. Like if you're a doctor and a nurse, you're either currently doing a job and therefore or sleeping. Yeah, like yeah. and I. You know if, I, if I was a doctor or nurse, do you know what I mean? How does it help anyone? It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help any human being at all. Like, if you're a doctor or nurse working your arse off, right, 24-7 in any because of coronavirus, and you go home and you turn on the news and there's some idiot standing at his front door banging a pot and pan together, <laughs> you go, oh, happy days. I'm wrecked, but, you know, that self-esteem's just filled me up there. I'm well, like, the funny thing is, like, cars that have those NHS rainbow bumper stickers on the back. Oh, man. What they can't, who... like, they are the wo- Like, they must get a free driving license with the sticker. Because <laughs> <laughs> they do the most ridiculous stuff. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's the things in the windows. You know, like, the rainbows yeah. painted by the wee kids in the windows. What is that going to do? Yeah, no, like, the nurse is going to walk past it and be like, that's maybe, well, it might actually, but, like. It's highly unlikely. Yeah, no, especially if, like. In some street in the middle of like crumbling or something. No... But the thing is, <laughs> there are the people who would have that up, right? And the people that have that up and the people that clap the NHS are probably the first ones that had family members around. 
yeah. you know, had people were breaking actual lockdown rules and restrictions, but then they were out clapping the NHS, and you're like, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Well, like, in, this is, like, the, the results of it didn't happen, but you notice people... It's always next time. Yeah, no, like, when we're in proper lockdown, and I work in retail, but I work in a shop that sells quite a lot of non-essential goods. Yeah. Nobody was buying the essentials. Like no. you you buying in like buying garden furniture. Like Yeah, yeah, how's that essential? I know. But the thing that got me was the, the last point. Um whenever they did eventually allow you to leave the house, but it was still like pretty like lockdown. Yeah. I was driving like when they opened the shops, like in Belfast, you know the clothes shops. Yeah. And I'm, you're driving down the motorway and the signs over the motorway said only essential travel only. Yeah. And you're like, the shops are open. Is shopping essential? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like essential travel only, i.e. by that logic only that what's essential would be open. But shopping for a new pair of jeans is hardly essential. No. So what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? What is the logic? I don't do you know I just don't understand. It's it's like there's no consi- it's not like a there's no consistency to it. It's no. like if there was one way where everything's open, do it if you like, that would be wouldn't be fine, but it'd be like Fair you know enough. Where you stand. Yeah, but this like you can go shopping, but you're not allowed to speak with more than six people. Bollocks. But you can go, you can go drinking in the pub. You yeah, can, yeah. Like I can't go. Like as a classic, you know, tweet was like you can't go around your granny's for a cup of tea, but you can bring her to Thompson's. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like okay, I can't meet with one mate, so I couldn't sit in my living room, right, with one of my friends. Sitting on the other side of the living room watching TV, right? Mm. But as you say, I can take six of my mates out, be stuck together in a booth, close to Zenning, touching everything that hundreds of other people have touched, mm. get drunk, get blocked, wander around the streets of Belfast, go into a kebab shop, get a kebab on the way home, no social distancing in there, get in a taxi, sit in the back of a taxi, front of a taxi, whatever, go home. That's fine. You're not going to catch yeah. coronavirus that way. But I couldn't go into my granny's and have a cup of tea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, where, like it's just so illogical and absolutely... It's just so obscure. I, the only possible reason I can think of it is it's to, like, appease, like, very nervous people. Yeah. So, like... Or it's to stop massive house parties and shit. But then, is it really going no. to? I don't even think it's legally enforceable yet. I think it's a recommendation. No, it's... And... A lot of, like unless you're like a little Hitler, you're not gonna be like phoning the peelers on your next door neighbor. Like no, so what? It makes no difference. I don't, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Like, but we are basically at the hour mark. Um. So thank you, Joseph, yeah. for uh, joining me today. Um, and literally only talking about football. Yeah, no, uh, which I'm... is fine. You know. Um. <laughs> that's usually what happens. You come on, we all this list of shit you want to talk about. And you just get stuck on one topic, which is fine. Like it makes no difference. If we enjoy it, hopefully other people enjoy it too. So, thank you very much for joining me. Um, you're welcome. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>